John and Melanie with Talk of the Town on 95.1 The Peak. And joining us in the studio is Deputy Mayor Tim Fryer. Uh, Deputy Mayor, great to have you here, Tim. Uh, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Transit Plus, accessible transit update. Uh, th- this has been kicked off. How's it looking? Well, I think I think uh, transit service is something you're going to be talking on this program often with, For sure. the, with the mayor and, yeah. and the other councillors. Um, it's... Uh, it's one of those areas of spending decisions that council have to make that uh, it's something that's heavily subsidized. It's Mm. the same as fire. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's one of those balanced decisions that uh, municipal councils have to, to reach and you have to find that, that proper balance. Mm. You you look at it from a social and economic and an environmental standpoint. So at the development and operations meeting on Monday, uh, staff report uh, put some options on the table and the council uh, committee mm-hmm. um, voted five to two. I didn't participate. I had taken a code of conduct uh, disqualifying interest uh, uh, position on it. And they, uh, they've decided to provide individual accessible on-demand taxi service in the community um, from the operating contingency reserve for 2023 and 2024. And the final decision of council on that will be not next Monday, but the Monday Mm -hmm. after. While we're talking about transit, um, a lot of folks are asking, where do we sit as a community or do we we allow Ubers? I know we have a taxi company, um, but do we have, are there other options besides the one We're we're aware that Uber does operate in in the municipality. Um, We're not certain on how successful it is, Mm -hmm. Um, but we know that there are Uber situations uh, available to the public. Um, And then, as you say, there's the uh, Ace Cab service uh, as well. Mm -hmm. And with this Transit Plus, when you say that there's on-demand taxi service, is that... that with the Transit Plus, is this the ability to take individuals with mobility issues and disabilities? Yes. What we heard from the public and and uh, and, and quite strongly was that there was a, a requirement for this service to be extended. Um, it had been provided under the former um, transit service before on demand, but um, wasn't any longer. Even though uh, we certainly were meeting any accessibility uh, requirements um, in, in, with our transit service, but uh, this was something that uh, the public brought pretty strongly to council and uh, and the committee meeting uh, this past Monday. They made the decision to move ahead with it. Mm-hmm. So the the cost will be um, sixty three thousand dollars in um, twenty twenty three, and eighty four thousand dollars in twenty twenty four if they if they follow through with it. Um, on about a $2 million transit service budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get an update on our water and wastewater capacity. It, uh, it led to an, incon- uh, an interim control bylaw. We've got some slowdown in development. Uh, where are we sitting now? Are we back up? Yeah, you're right. Uh, at the meeting as well on Monday, we received the semi-annual report. We, we get uh, um, reporting regularly um, to us uh, by by our staff in regards to the water and wastewater 
capacity, um, and uh, and it has, uh, I, I guess, a good news story of things is that um, there's been an average uh, maximum day demand decrease over the last three years, and, and you certainly know it's not because we haven't grown as a community. So so it's uh, it's showing that people continue. I always found in my previous role as mm-hmm. CFO at the utility that uh, calling people are very, very good at, uh, at conservation measures. And and that's just another proof to it. As I said, we know we've grown, but uh, we've seen the uh, the average daily uh, demand uh, actually decline a little bit. So uh, at the meeting, it was noted that there's actually a little bit more of the uh, um, uh, units that we can provide for for development uh, and other situations through the course of the year. And um, and we also talked about uh, we continue to look at further steps to take towards getting us to that point where we can remove any kind of capacity hurdle mm-hmm. um, that uh, that has to be in place right now. And as we, uh, of course, spring forward with the time change, you start thinking that <laughs> spring is in the air and that soon we're going to have more sunshine and uh, maybe more wet days. There's a changing of the seasons event that's going to be taking place. You're right. And we were talking about how uh, beautiful it is uh, this morning. And, and uh, it reminds you that there there is some, some uh, uh, changing of the season coming up. So uh, the spring equinox event that uh, is being held on Tuesday, uh, March the 21st, uh, from 4.30 to 6 p.m. at the Allen Gathering uh, Place in Harborview Park. And um, we're going to have uh, Elder James Carpenter and others there to um, to do the spring equinox and acknowledge the changing of the seasons through Indigenous culture f- um, teachings and, and knowledge sharing. So that event uh, will feature teachings um, by members of various uh, Indigenous nations, and we'll do some indigenous games, uh, a, sacri- a, sa- a sacred fire, and uh, and such. So, if anybody wanted any information on that, they can go to um, the uh, website Collingwood.ca uh, backslash seasons, um, and they'll be able to find out uh, more detail about it. Uh, you've also been asking for some public feedback. There's now some concept drawings available. Uh, you're looking for feedback. That I guess the end date on that is March 23rd. You got to start making a decision. And I'm talking, of course, about uh, the Wilson Sheffield Park. Uh, it's a big kind of dirt space right now, but there's lots of thought going into what can happen there. Yeah, the plans are, are well underway with that. Um, and and you mentioned the council approved the naming of the park um, and in recognition of the contributions of the Wilson and Sheffield's families yes. over the over Collingwood uh, for the Collingwood community over the generations. And um, we had a really well-attended public uh, meeting session last week at the Leisure Time Club. And and we're continuing to take further public input. Um, And uh, they're putting on, um, so you can go onto the Engage Collingwood site if you want to find out about the particulars of what the park design is, is being suggested as. But it's going to include tennis, pickleball, um, basketball, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it'll be designed so that uh, probably an outdoor rink um, in the wintertime. And uh, there'll be some washroom facilities and uh, even some um, uh, overhang uh, uh, coverage for people who want to stay out of the sun to watch the, 
watch the events going on in the courts. So it's, um, it's it, 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 as I said, we had really good uh, public meeting last week and a lot of uh, good thoughts were, were put forward to staff. So they're working now on uh, trying to finalize the plan and any any information or any, any further input we'd love to have, and that goes right up until March 23rd. Um, you can get in on the engaged site. Is there a budget in mind for this build, or is it? Let's see what the plan is. We'll find out what it costs. Um, I there is uh, the ability to put some money towards it this year. Mm-hmm. It's really designed probably to be completed next year. Right. So the full budget isn't uh, isn't uh, known at this point in time yet. Okay. Uh, we'd like to say a big thank you to Deputy Mayor Fryer for joining us here, Deputy Mayor of Collingwood. Tim, always a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. Have a great day. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.